0: Hey guys, this is Tressa Wade, punter for the
1: Redskins, and you're listening to the Sports King on Sports
2: 106.1. With 19 NCAA Division I sports and 84 majors, Coastal Carolina University affords student athletes the competition and learning they crave. From FBS football to ladies volleyball, from championship baseball to ladies lacrosse, from business to theater arts, Coastal Carolina University offers a depth of learning both on the field and in the classroom. Eager ambition is a hallmark of students and faculty at Coastal Carolina University. Schedule a tour and learn more at coastal.edu.
1: Less is more, right? Well, not when it comes to dealership benefits. I'm Tim Cosgrove, general manager at CMA's Colonial Honda. We're extending the warranty on every new car from five years, 60,000 miles to seven years and 100,000 miles. Don't forget, we also have seven Honda Master Technicians, a community outreach program, free car washes with each service, and many other benefits. CMA's Colonial Honda. Owners just do more. Visit CMA's com today.
0: Hear ye, hear ye. It's time for the Sports King Show live on... On Sports 1061, the show with scores, interviews, the hottest topics, and the biggest sports stories of the day. It's the show where you'll hear from the players that make the plays, as well as the key coaches and personnel who make it happen. All of this in live phone calls from you, the Sports King Nation. Now, direct from his castle, located in an undisclosed location in the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, let's welcome to the throne His Highness, Jamie King, the Sports King, on Sports 106.1.
3: And good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Sports King on Sports 1061 alongside Mr. Atlanta Brave himself, Ben Maitland. I'm Sports King Jamie King. And uh, folks, look out there. Hey, Ben, that is the sunshine, that is blue skies, and that's the way we're heading. Of course, uh, it's been a miserable run, but it's getting better. And we keep preaching this, but day by day, we are getting better. Things are going to be improving, uh, continue to improve. I know things are dire in some parts of the country, but uh, they're getting better. Help was on the way, and uh, just to hear some of the amazing accomplishments that are happening across the country, uh, the Navy and their ships deploying to different parts to come to save the day and try to help out wherever possible and the little acts of kindness all over the country, just absolutely I mean, uh, it just makes me smile year to year in terms of uh, seeing all the things that are happening out there, uh, the good of people. And uh, when we're facing the worst, it usually brings out the best. And uh, that's another amazing aspect of what makes America the greatest country on the face of the earth. And that's so exciting. Thank you so much for that. Um, Coming up on the show today in just a little bit, Carson Ulrich. Carson Ulrich, not uh, many ways to say it other than the guy's a badass. I mean, let's face it, Uh, went to high school with Carson um, and very proud of him. He was uh, featured as a star of a hit show on National Geographic Channel called Missing Dial, uh, where he went into the jungle of Costa Rica and uh, searched for a missing uh, young man. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, his career, the DEA, uh, sports King yesterday afternoon, uh, trying to blow off a little steam, went out for a shooting lesson out in the woods. And, uh, Carson's going to give you his, uh, I guess his take on my, uh, proficiency. Uh, I used to shoot pretty good with a rifle, not, uh, spent a lot of time with the handgun area and boy, did I have a lot to learn yesterday, uh. And Carson is a stickler for all the aspects and all the rules. And I tell you what, uh, shooting as many of you know, is a skill that, uh, like anything else takes training and you have to do it the right way. And I'm telling you what, I've never seen anybody been that has a gun that's an extension of himself. I mean, he can go from any position shooting and make it look so seamless. And uh, as he said, he's done it hundreds of thousands of times. And I guess that's part of the, the skill aspect and the training, but, uh, we're going to have Tim Cosgrove, our great friend from CMA Colonial Honda, on in hour number two and, of course, talk about all the things happening at CMA and, uh, you know, Colonial Honda uh, doing a great job through all of the uh, aspects we're facing right now. We're going to catch up with Tim and find out what's going on there. And uh, with the skies blue and the weekend's supposed to be beautiful and uh, things We're hoping on the rebound, the stimulus bill, Ben, I understand is passed through and uh, we have the house. I guess they have to sign off on it today and hopefully there's some talk of some consternation. Hopefully there's not a lot of issues. We can get it done and help the American people. And it doesn't matter what side uh, you're on. The the key is, can we help our businesses? Can we help the people out there that, uh, I mean, Ben, you got to look at uh, if you think about it on a broader scale, the truck drivers out there every day that are driving, and delivering the goods. And uh, we went to a Costco last night. There was no paper products. They said, you know, that they were gone. Everybody's there in the morning getting them all. And we understand that. And then uh, the normal now, Ben, they have in the Costco's, they have uh, the six foot tape measured off where you have to have the distance and the social distancing we talk about. And so people are adhering to this. I didn't see anybody complaining. I didn't see anybody really making a big fuss. It's like, you can only have so many of these, they had signs everywhere, only take two of this or one of this or whatever. So it's just going to take some, uh, getting used to, I'm still a little bit, um, I don't know, not confused, I guess just, it just kind of why people would just want to hoard right now versus say, okay, take what I need and let's share this. And, uh, the old saying, sharing is caring, but I guess some people have more of a, hey, if I don't get it all, you know, somebody's going to leave me out. And I think we have to understand, folks. Uh, let's look out for one another. Another, this is what it's all about. And uh, so, Ben, if you need anything, you know where I live. Come over, you're taken care of. So there you go. Except for the Coors Light and the beverages, I. Can't help you there.
4: If I need toilet paper, I'll drive all the way to Fredericksburg. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
3: There you go. So you no, got we'll, that going for you, which is nice. That
4: is not that's not a bad thing. Not no, a bad I, thing. I don't know why people tend to hoard things. Um, listening to DA's show this morning, they were talking about how the Peeps facility is shut down. Um, so there's that. No Peeps? Well, that, I will follow that up by saying, based on his report, what he was looking at, he's, he said the, the usual spring – allotment of peeps have already been processed and everything will, and will be delivered but for easter peeps anything after that are closed Now, i mean we'll still have you'll still have peeps but anything like post the easter rush might be in question
3: well so, ben i'm going to bring something up right now this is kind of a mini rant sports king not a fan of peeps don't I'm like the either. peeps too chewy too gummy uh you're stuck in your teeth just not a marshmallow guy now, if we had you camp- like him at the campfire, but yeah. If More had, of a s'mores guy, not so much a peeps guy.
4: If we had a Cadbury egg or Reese's egg shortage, that would be...
3: That would... Now Reese's... That's a problem. Now we're talking... But I will say this. When I was a kid, I ate so many Reese's that almost got sick of it because it was my favorite, man, the peanut butter and chocolate Reese's. Man, I did so much on the Reese's side. But we just found out something very important. Ben, not a peeps guy. Sports King, not a peeps guy. We stay away from the peeps. Nothing against peeps. And if you like peeps... Uh, that's on you, but we understand. But the Cadbury eggs, been likes that. Staying course. away
4: from peeps as much as peeps are staying away from each other right now.
3: Exactly. That's right. So stay away from the peeps. Keep your social distance from the peeps. But um, so no peeps, but uh, the Cadbury eggs, yeah, okay. I'm more of the Reese's guy. So uh, enjoy the Reese's. But anyway, uh, we hope by Easter things will start trickling back. Uh, I know some people are losing their minds thinking it might uh, certain people are saying things about, hey, everything's going to be back by Easter. It won't be, folks. We understand that. But it'd be nice if certain sectors of the company of the country uh, start coming back in terms of a little bit at a time. If we can get the country back in, in this state, in this state, in this state, and we start really starting to see signs of recovery, that's what we're looking for. Just little nuances, little things that are happening And so um, we want the country to get back, and we want to get back on track as soon as possible and uh, get some semblance of normalcy. So as I said earlier, a gentleman I went to high school with, Carson Ulrich, and let me tell you a little bit about Carson. In high school, he was a skinny guy. He had blonde hair and great smile, just a wonderful guy. Everybody liked the guy. I mean, just so likable. I would have never in a million years if you would have taken a picture of him then and seen now, I mean, as I said, he's like the American badass now. I mean, the guy's, got he's, he's ball head. He's got the goatee and he doesn't cause I know him, but I'm telling you, if you don't know him, he could intimidate the, you know what out of you. So anyway, sports King yesterday says, Hey, I need a gun lesson because uh, in our neighborhood and in, in around the country, There's been, and I've talked to some people, there's been a real surge in purchasing handguns. And uh, the problem out there, folks, is if you don't know how to handle one properly, it can cause uh, not only death, but it can cause a lot of havoc if you don't do it the right way. And so Carson's not only a a trainer, but he's an experienced guy. We'll get into all of what he's done. But um, the training aspect of doing things properly, he joins us now from his home. Carson, welcome to the Sports King Show, making your debut. Thank you for joining us today.
5: Hey, Jamie,
3: how you doing? Doing great. Okay, so Sports King rolls out yesterday to your beautiful home, and uh, I start, and from the moment I got there, you were, uh, as I told you, I said I want to make sure not only be able to protect my family, but make sure I do so. Um, I've done shooting in the past in terms of uh, rifles and things like that, but uh, handguns, a lot different. I've gone to ranges and and been able to shoot, but – never felt like, okay, there's some other areas of this that you have to know properly. And you're an expert in the field. So talk about, uh, your mentality about handguns and the way things are going in terms of society right now. What's your take?
5: Well, I mean, a handgun is generally a backup weapon. You know, I, I was a DEA special agent for 25 years and I've, I've carried a handgun on my person daily, you know, for three decades. And, it, it's, a, um, it's like wearing a pair of socks. You don't think about you have the socks on. When it becomes a daily habit, it's in your subconscious that you have socks on. So the gun on my person isn't something that I necessarily think about. It's just always there. Uh, and like any activity, gunfighting or the use of a weapon in the self-defense manner, it, it involves a lot of subconscious activity. A lot of things happen in your subconscious that come through muscle memory or training, like turning off the light switch. When you leave the bathroom, when you get to the bathroom and you're finished and you're leaving the bathroom, you don't stop at the door and think, what do I have to do next? You turn the light off and you leave the bathroom and you don't have a conscious thought about doing it. Your dad told you ever since you were three years old, five years old, Hey, why is the bathroom light on? You got to turn it off. And so that is a daily activity that you engage in, and it occurs in your subconscious.
3: When you look at yesterday, the thing that I was most impressed with, I thought I was going to go out, man, uh, just grab the, the uh, magazine and start shooting, and it was going to be the Wild West out there. I wasn't even able to do that. You were so in tune, and one of the things I appreciated about yesterday was before I even was able to put – uh, the actual uh, bullets in the chamber, you were more in, in turn uh, basically looking at the actual nuances of how do you stand, how do you hold it, the grip, all the things. Can you talk about all the mentality aspects in terms of proper gun, not only the holding but the positioning and, and all the things that go into actually being able to fire a weapon correctly?
5: Yeah, it's, a, it's like a building block. So if you're training someone with a weapon, in your in your are you're working on it yourself side alignment interior control are the very basic I mean you can make a single accurate shot with side alignment interior control you need to have proper grip and stance to make multiple accurate shots but if you don't have the fundamentals of side alignment interior control down it's like a foundation for a house doesn't do any good to start to the framing and the foundations messed up so you have to you have to establish those things. And so, how to properly grip the weapon is something that very few people actually know how to do. It's not just holding the gun. The, the gun is going to be, the weapon will have recoil. And your grip and your stance will uh, enable you to mitigate that recoil or, or control it uh, because the gun is going to move. Once you fire, the sights will come off. And so, what you're referring to is, is dry firing. Most of what you learn is done through dry firing. That's practice. You evaluate your progression in learning with live fire, but you don't actually learn as much shooting live that you do shooting dry firing with a instructor or an understanding yourself of what you're actually doing.
3: Sports King yesterday finally gets the uh, opportunity to fire. How did I do? I mean, this was under uh, a lot of pressure. I've got an experienced DEA agent that uh, knows how to shoot like the back of his hand, and I'm sitting there trying to get it done the right way, and you gave me so many different aspects. I'm telling you, folks, uh, the positioning of your hand, and I was just kind of fumbling a little bit because what I always thought was right was not right, and he gave me all these different things. So at the end of the day, how did I do for the first time with you as far as your training style?
5: Well, I'm going to caveat it by saying, whenever you're training, whether it's martial arts or any type of skill or any sport or shooting, you you really have to leave your ego aside and you cannot allow your ego to impede your training. So I'm not going to address your ego in answering that question. Thanks, Carson. But I will say this. Fortunately for you, (laughs) sight alignment and trigger control were not an issue. And that's an issue many shooters have. They have either poor trigger or they'll have PIP, pre ignition push. They will try to control or counteract the recoil and to push the gun down slightly right before they fire it. But your side alignment, Trooping control was dead on and you did that under a flood of information that occurred for about an hour before I let you fire your first
3: round. So not quite ready to be your partner on a DA, DA bus, but I'm, I'm I've got potential then.
5: On a scale of let's say one to 500, um, the training that you did yesterday brought you into the thirty or four year range. You still got a long ways to go. As, a, as everyone, it's a daily, you know, habit. Right. But that's why I showed you how to dry fire, and I showed you and I told you the importance of it. Uh, your, your, know, your wife may not be comfortable with you manipulating a gun in your household, but it is critically important. Even the best shooters in the world, if you go to like a a USPSA like world championship match, and shooters from flying in from everywhere, and you go to the hotel where they're all staying and you walk down the hall, you hear the click-click, snap, click-click, snap. They're all dry-fired in the room. It's a daily habit.
3: Wow. Carson Ulrich, our special guest uh, former D agent and uh, Sports King went out with a shooting lesson yesterday and really enjoyed it and uh, beautiful place you have and Let me ask you this. Some of the things when I was watching you, you were showing me how you negotiate rooms and so forth when you're on uh, the bus and the the different things you've done in the past, going around trees and the focus. aspect. The one thing I noticed about you was I could set a glass of water on top of your head and I don't think you'd spill a drop because you were just fluid in everything you did. And I, I was just wondering to myself watching you. How many tens of thousands of times, like you say, the dry fire aspect, you've done this to where it looks so seamless that, I mean, it's almost like watching uh, Mike Trout hit a home run. I mean, just uh, the beauty of what you do, you take so much pride in that. But the practice to get there, it's just something that I know you take a lot of pride in the overall skill of learning everything you've done to this point. Yeah,
5: it comes down to the dry fire. It's something that even – Carrying a gun for 30 years, I still dry fire myself now. I do it, um, I wouldn't say daily, but I try to make it a regular practice. And the number of repetitions is, you know, I'm not going to try to estimate it, but it's in, in a million. Um, and when you carry a weapon as a daily, you know, the novelty wears off. People, think, "Oh, go, I got a gun, I'm going to carry it on me. It's heavy. It can be uncomfortable. The novelty of that wears off. It is a burden. It is something that very few people undertake as a daily measure. And um, I've been involved in a number of shootouts in the DEA, um, starting when I was very young, uh, 25 years old, a brand new agent. And they they, they, they alter you psych- psychologically. You're, if you're in a situation where you are face-to-face with someone trying to kill you and you prevail, and say so you survive it, as an example, you're gonna come away with that Go in one or two directions. You're going to say, look, I'm never going to ever do that again. I'm quitting. Or you're going to say, I believe it could happen again, and I'm going to be better prepared the next time.
3: Well, let me tell you about Carson Ulrich. He not only is a great shooter and a great trainer, but he also has appeared in shows such as Criminal Minds, Uh, he's been a bad guy in that show. He's been in multiple shows. He's trained folks on, and you could talk about this. He's also been in a show, a hit show on the national geographic called missing dial, where he went into the jungle searching for a missing, uh, young man. Could you give us, and we've got only a few minutes left, uh, just a brief rundown about that and that experience of going to the jungle and uh, the show itself.
5: Uh, yeah, the Reader's Digest is I was a DE agent at the twilight of my career, and I was contacted by by National Geographic, and they told me about the young man, Cody Dial, that was missing in the jungle and that they were going to film a documentary series to find him. And they asked me my thoughts, and I, I told them my thoughts exactly, and they hired me right away um, to go down on camera and try to find the young man.
3: Yeah, that was uh, just an interesting thing, folks. If you get a chance, you can look it up on youtube and i know national geographic has played it over and over and it's just a very fascinating we were fascinated as a family watching it you did such an amazing job your interrogation techniques and watching how you came to the conclusions you did it was just fascinating to watch and then you've been a bad guy and what do you like to do in terms of you've been an actor you're a screenwriter you're working on many projects what is uh, in the future for you and what do you most enjoy of all the things you do now
5: uh, writing, writing is what I do. I'm, I'm working on a scripted television series about my experiences in the DEA. And, uh, it's a, it's a project that's in development. It's very early stages, but it's, it's gained some traction. Um, I think it's probably going to be a show. I'll
3: tell you what, there's one aspect yesterday that I have to tell you, Carson, and, uh, you can talk about this. Uh, you have chickens and roosters and, uh, you're before I th- Tell people what happened yesterday. You believe everybody should have some chickens, and, and give your thoughts on that in terms of raising um, chickens and and why you believe it's such uh, a need for so many people out there.
5: Well, obviously, everyone's living situation precludes them from possibly having it. Uh, it, it used to be in the you know the, the 1930s, uh, the U.S. government would have an ad in the paper trying to encourage everyone as a. As a responsible citizen, to have two chickens in their backyard, I I keep um, chickens as a hobby. They're pets, but they're also a food source. And um, anyone that has the ability, if they have any any property at all, or they have you know they live in a situation where their homeowners association, if they have such a thing, would allow it. Um, it's just a good hobby. It it, it it's a symbiotic relationship uh, where I take care of my birds; they take care of me, and I spend a lot of time with them and it's a hobby that, that I I find a lot of fulfillment in.
3: I saw something yesterday. I had not seen, um, I call him the chicken or the rooster whisperer because uh, this was so amazing to me. He has this huge farm bin and I don't know how to describe this. There are, I don't know, 70, a hundred. It seemed like a, a ton of them out there. And he did something. I'm going to ask him to do this call real quick. But when he did this, it was like the Pied Piper. And I'm not kidding you, Ben. They came from every nook and cranny on this on this entire farm area. And they followed him like uh, they knew where he was going. But when he, he made this, go ahead and give us a little bit of that call just so the folks can hear a little bit of what I heard yesterday.
5: Well, chickens, they have their own language. So they have a vocabulary, I don't know if it's 17 or 18 different sounds, but when you're around them enough, you understand what they're saying, what, what they mean. Uh, they, they, they make a specific sound regarding whatever's going on in their little chicken world, and chickens, they wear their emotions on their sleeves. So you, I don't try to learn their vocabulary. I add one more phrase to their vocabulary. I give them a call and they're trained, and as soon as they hear that call, they're going to come to me immediately. And you want me to make that call? Is that you're asking yes, me to do? please, please. Well, I go, what the heck? When I do that, that is what they know. For me, that's my call to them. And the chickens, they recognize your face. They know who you are. They know that's me telling them, hey, come, let's go get something to eat. And they come from everywhere.
3: Ben got you off know? his stool. Ben actually got off his stool when you did that. Can you try one more time? I do it. See, and you don't the, think we have quality broadcasting. I'm telling you, Ben. I'm telling you. Yeah. Anyway, so when he did this sound, they were sprinting. And I, I'm looking around this yard. I'm like, every corner of this yard, they're sprinting to him. And then he goes down the bottom of this hill, and they're all falling behind him like the Pied Piper. And I've never seen anything like it. I'm like, I've am like, i seen people do that with cows. I've seen them with deer. I've never seen them with chickens. But, man, uh, when I say you had control, my man, you had control. But, anyway, I really appreciated taking the time yesterday uh, for the lesson on shooting, and, and please, w- gun responsibility, Carson is the best at it. Before I go, just one final question. Uh, you know, I, I get some trouble here at times with Big Al and, and Ben, and should I want to take either one out? When would that happen? What lesson would that be? Just curious. That's,
5: that's uh, I can understand that. That's in lesson four. Lesson when you four. come back to that time, we'll, we'll, we'll address what yeah. you need to do then.
3: So Ben better shape up or he's in trouble. I got you. No, I'm I got us in the back of my head. So. <laughs> Carson, we can't thank you enough for the lesson yesterday. And, folks, um, you know, you do it as well as anybody out there. And congratulations on an outstanding career at the DEA and all the things you're doing now. Wish you the best of luck. And thank you for coming on the show. Hope to have you back in the future.
5: Excellent. Thanks a lot. Take care.
3: Carson Ulrich, our special guest. We're going to take a time out. You're listening to Sports King. And I'm shooting them straight, Ben. Is I'm there
4: – is that – that's chickens coming across the parking lot. There are. So there's they more heard chickens him in the parking and they are
3: actually coming now coming across the, the parking lot. There's
4: more chickens than cars in the parking lot next to
3: us. <laughs> we'll be right That's back. scary. You're listening to Sports King, who always shoots it straight on Sports 106.1. This is Trent Murphy,
1: number 93
0: from the Buffalo Bills. You're listening to Jamie King and Sports King
4: on Sports
1: 106.1. Less is more, right? Well not when it comes to dealership benefits. I'm Tim Cosgrove, General Manager at CMA's Colonial Honda. We're moving lives forward by extending the warranty on every new car from five years and 60,000 miles to seven years and 100,000 miles. Our mission is to always give our customers more. That's why we have seven Honda Master Technicians and offer a free car wash with every service visit. And now, we will even bring test drives to you because we know that your busy schedules make it difficult to stop in the dealership. Another thing we're extremely proud of is our commitment to the community. From local hero discounts, to childhood cancer programs, to sponsoring Boy Scout troops. The people truly make us who we are, and we are proud to give back to the ones that give so much to us. So worry less and smile more. Only at CMA's Colonial Honda. Owners just do more. Visit CMA's today.
0: You're listening to the guy that was once addicted to brake fluid. But please don't worry, he says he can stop at any time. It's the Sports King on Sports 1061.
3: And welcome back, Sports King, on the Friday morning. And I'll tell you what, we really appreciate Carson Ulrich, the chicken whisperer, the rooster whisperer, the gunman, Sports King, becoming a lethal weapon, my man. The things you don't even know. See?
4: telling you Getting I think key. your the ultimate destination is um chicken collar
3: you think I have a better chance at a chicken collar than a gun I think toting?
4: so than, than being a anything as far as a DEA agent
3: might be a 0077 <laughs> seven 0014 anyway 00 something anyway so I just go out which I never do during breaks in the hallway and you walk down the hall yeah. And I'm sitting there waiting for you to come <laughs> back, and then you open the door. What are you, like David Copperfield here? I mean, what's going on?
4: Yeah, that's my new trick is walking through walls.
3: Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, somebody that won't be walking into any how about this segue, <laughs> Any building soon one. will be Antonio Brown. Uh, many people said, hey, he's going to go to Tampa with Tom Brady. It's going to be a great reunion. Bruce Arian said, in the words of Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend. Not going to happen on the Tiki and Tierney show. He said, yeah, it's not going to (laughs) happen. There's no room and probably not enough money, but it's not going to happen. It's not a fit here. So here's the situation. You've got a guy with great talent, but the upside isn't worth the headache. And I tell you all the time, Ben, about a coaching situation. Do you want a guy that can light up the scoreboard and be a guy that can help you win, but is... All the aspects of the outside that when he says me a culpa of, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry about what happened. I'm really going to turn over a new leaf. I don't think people are buying it. I think he's just saying it to get back in and he's going to resume activities. He's putting himself ahead of the team. I don't know how many teams are even going to take a flyer on the guy. Yes, he's a great talent. But do you want that distraction as a coach? I mean, it is a nightmare when you have to look down the sideline and you're worried about a guy going in and whether he's going to run the right pattern and he's over there complaining because he's not getting the ball. I don't want to deal with that guy. I want a guy that's going to be maybe a lesser talent, but a guy you can count on, play in, play out. Your thoughts?
4: Yeah, you have to you have to weigh the good and or the potential and you have to weigh the, the distraction aspect. And I just think it's too much of a, of a risk and I think Bruce Arians has been around long enough he he knows what he's looking at. They have Mike Evans. I talked about this earlier. It's been talked about a bunch since the Brady announcement. You have Evans, you have Chris Godwin. Uh you know, they they've got the some pieces there already that they can try to build around and I don't know if you need a um a potential distraction coming in like an AB. So uh, he was very adamant doing that. You heard it right here if you were tuned in yesterday to Tiki and Tierney show right here on Sports 1061. You heard that that conversation, and it it was it didn't leave much room for uh for well he he didn't sound totally committed he sounded pretty damn committed to saying he's not coming here so
3: well then you have uh, Antonio Brown basically talking about uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Bruce Arians and uh, saying hey he didn't draft me. He drafted Emmanuel Sanders, the same guy who missed rehab to go on networks to talk about me on a situation he has zero clue about. Arians now wears kangaroo hats and glasses with an emoji, with uh laughing uh, emoji. But I'm a diva. I've done seen it all. They say we friends stop lying, L-I-E-N. Um,
4: so that's what they have, AB had to yeah, what he take that, Twitter, I guess. That was his take
3: well, on... So instead of just saying you know nothing and just trying to be professional, he of course had to attack back, and I guess that's his prerogative. But for a guy trying to get his, you know, get himself back in the league, that's not the way to endear yourself. Just let it go, man. But
4: Bruce sounded like he uh, he was asked and he answered it. That's it, plain and simple. Um, yeah, people, I I'd, I'd kind of forgotten they have a they have a connection going back to Pittsburgh. Yeah. So he's Bruce has been there and has seen. Seen what he can do, and I guess either in person or just by talking to give different people around the league, I'm sure knows what the detriments are too, right? Or deficits, or whatever you want to call it. So, like I said, it sounded pretty pretty adamant to me that that's this is not going to come to pass. I well, think it's a hard one to walk back on if if you were to reevaluate. So
3: well, that's why many people feel Cam Newton might not be a good fit in Washington because. Ron Rivera has a book on him as well, so maybe he's seen enough there. So, maybe everybody just needs a fresh start elsewhere. We do want to let you know that Michael Brockers, the deal with the Ravens, fell through over an issue with his ankle, Ben. Uh, The free agent defensive end swiftly rejoined the Los Angeles Rams on a similar deal on Friday. So, uh, that would have been a big signing for the Ravens. But now it looks like... uh, brockers and the ravens uh reached an agreement in principle on a three-year deal 30 million back on march 16th but ravens doctors could not immediately examine him because free agents couldn't come to the facility to take the physicals now 11 days later brockers was back with the rams his agent confirmed so one of those deals where uh maybe uh it worked out for the better for him but he tested the waters but this coronavirus of course uh doesn't allow a lot of face-to-face visits. And uh, it's, that's what I'm saying. That's the problem now for a lot of these teams. you are going to take a lot of guys sight unseen, basically the film, basically like a Tua, watching him on film. You're going to have to say, is that enough to make a multi-million-dollar decision on? Is that enough to go up in the draft to get him? Or have we seen enough tape to say that's the guy we want? Because right now you don't know if Tua – we saw him on video, but is that uh, enough to say, okay, I'm willing to sign up for that guy for this amount of money. Uh, just not sure if they're willing to do that or not. We'd love to hear from you on the Sports King today. Coming up uh, next hour, Tim Cosgrove, our good friend at CMA Colonial Honda. Moving lives forward. We're going to talk to him, and uh, we'd love to talk to you as well. 804-327-0888 is a number. 804-327-0888 is a number. And we could talk about sports of all sorts and find out uh, what's on your mind as we get through another day. Uh, another brick in the wall, folks. We're getting closer and closer Uh, trying to get back to life as we knew it. And um, I think Ben uh, sports are going to trickle back. Obviously they're just not going to open the floodgates. I think it's going to be very slow, maybe a baseball game here and there, maybe a hockey game here and there, maybe some semblance of a few people, you know, a smattering of people in the crowd. I just don't see large people returning in mass, but um, it's going to obviously take time to get back to normal. But um, your thoughts on the return, how so it's going I, to be.
4: I think it depends on, on guidelines. You know, what is there to follow? What does, uh, the CDC recommend? What do state local governments, et cetera, et cetera, recommend as far as, you know, gathering folks together. When, whenever we get there, we have no idea when we're going to get there. You saw more, uh, announced postponements yesterday, the Indy 500 now going to be run August 23rd. Um, the, uh, grand prix that was supposed to start the month of may there at indianapolis on the road course part that's set now for i think july 4th weekend Uh, but the big race the 500 moved back to august Um, the u.s open up there at winged foot is in all likelihood going to get pushed back the uh, new york post was reporting um, the u.s open up there at winged foot is supposed to be pushed back the usga has not announced anything officially last i checked as far as a a different date is concerned but Uh, That's the third major or would be the third domino to fall as far as, um, you know, major golf tournaments are concerned. Uh, So it depends on when we whenever we get back to it. Uh, And and again, guidelines, um, what uh, what the restrictions are, if you come back with nobody in the there to watch things, if you come back with nobody in the stands, a certain number of people, um, if you are taking temperatures at the gate, I think was floated by I think Mark Cuban said something like that along those lines as far as. um, NBA returning to action, maybe you send people home who have a fever. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, they're testing my dad at work, you know, right now as far as, um, you know, taking temperatures, I should say. Not, not testing anything, but when you walk in the door, putting the thing up to you and seeing whether or not you're, you've got a fever or something like that. Maybe that's the way to go.
3: Maybe uh, I don't know. Once uh, more protective gear comes into play, people wearing face masks every day and, um, and get. Temperature tested every day, and it's not to Depends. be inconvenient for folks. It's just something we need to do to get this under control and uh, lower the curve, as they say. But like uh, say they
4: say, you know, you're welcome. Everybody can go right back to it. Like say we get to July or whatever, you're you're welcome to go. You think it'd be an onslaught, or do you think it would be people like? Well, we're going to err on the side of caution ourselves, even though they say we're welcome to go. Back that's to a it. great question. I, I really know.
3: think Ben, it's going to be. Uh, personal choice, I don't see people going uh, shoulder to shoulder. Are we going
4: to be so stir-crazy by that point? We're going to go. Well, no, I think I people know. are
3: going to go, but I think they're going to go back uh, and just <clears> be a little more cautious. I'll give you an example. Last night, I went to Costco, and uh, I was cognizant of people, and I was giving everybody their space, and I was you know, six, ten, twelve feet away from people, and wasn't in a rush, wasn't in a hurry. Sometimes when you get in a hurry, you you know rush through things you don't think about. But I'm sitting here looking at uh, making sure my hands are clean, making sure the carts wiped down, making sure um, I'm giving people enough space, and and just trying to be more cordial to people because I know everybody's got so much stress and they're dealing with so much. But like you said. When we go back to games, will it be just a, a slow, gradual deal? But how do you handle it? Mark Cuban, as you said, mentioned about taking people's temperatures. Maybe that's a new standard. Maybe they have a temperature taker at every uh, entrance, and they do that. And if somebody seems to be… Some medical um, professional there yeah, to oversee yeah, things, I don't know. Somebody says, hey, I'm sorry, you have a 102-degree temperature. We really can't allow you to be <laughs> i like to think you'd be at
4: home anyway, but yeah, you, yeah, you, <laughs> who knows? You think, you but some know.
3: people… Uh, How many people have not felt good going out on a particular night? You going to the bar? Okay, yeah, I don't really feel – I'll go anyway. Well, how do you know what you're carrying with you or what you have? And so now people hopefully will err on this side of caution if you feel under the weather instead of going out. Now, here's my question, Ben, for you. When you look at this situation, and hopefully there's no second wave, but to prevent a second wave – My question in not having a Dr. Fauci here to ask is, once you've had this, the opportunity or propensity to maybe have it again or uh, uh, the infection rate beyond the first time and uh, how do we prevent this a second time? And these are things that um, you wonder in sports because sports or gathering places, whether you go out to cheer for your favorite team, whether you go to a bar, whether yep. you go to a place to eat, people congregate. And that's part of what makes us Americans. Of course, we have the churches, we have, uh, restaurants we have. And, and here's the other thing is how much is this going to affect the bottom line of the, uh, if you're an owner and let's say you own the, the, uh, the Chicago bulls, um, uh, now your attendance may be down maybe it's half of what it was maybe it's a quarter of what it was how do you bridge that gap who bridges right. that gap what about the the masters and all these tournaments out there u.s opens people that used to go and stand shoulder to shoulder and you ever see the crowds there around 18 and oh, so yeah. forth they're yes. they're in like uh sardines and now you can't do that so uh, where everybody used to almost jockey for a position to get that one seat or you, you can't do that anymore for now uh, but I'm with you. When is that next time we'll be able to say, okay, you guys are fine to just go back? And then what happens when the guy next to you starts coughing? Uh, Everybody scatters. <laughs> yeah, I think people are going to kind of – I think that's the thing that bothers me is um, if somebody starts having a coughing fit, it may be allergy-related. It may not be COVID-19. It may be something else. But you're not going to sit there and say, hey, I wonder if he's got an allergy or if it's – you know.
4: Yeah, it's it's going to take some time to get back to, you know – to, to how it, it was, I think it's going to, it'll take a little while for the, for the angst and the anxiety or fear, or what have you to subside for people to, you know, really want to kind of be close to someone that, that they don't know, right. you know, somewhere. So that's the, that's a big question I think in the room right now. Um, not only when we're going to get maybe back, back going with certain things, um, when this potentially dies down, um, as far as the virus is concerned, Uh, whether or not, like you said, it bounces back. I know it's been reported that it's a Maybe may be a possibility. Who knows? I, there's a lot of questions and not many answers right now.
3: Right. And I, and I love the fact that some people are optimistic and saying, hey, you know, maybe by Easter, maybe there's some aspects we could return to, but we have to wait and see. And this is a fluid situation. It's going to be something that could be changing. They may get to Easter and say, hey, we have to wait another 10 days or whatever. So we'll keep you up to date. But you're listening to Sports King of Sports 1061. And one thing we, uh, you can bank on is we're going to be here to help you uh, get through it. And uh, we're going to come back after this break. We're going to talk about the athlete and Steph Curry very socially conscious. And yesterday he did something special. It got a lot of views and we'll talk about that and much more. You're listening to Sports King on a Friday morning on Sports
0: 106.1 Hi, this is Mike Singletary, former Chicago Bear, Hall of Famer. You're listening to my friend Jamie King
6: the Sports King on Sports 106.1 Coastal Carolina University offers you the academic experiences you need to succeed after college. From marine science to computer science, from theater to music technology, from hospitality management to health administration, there is a place for you at Coastal Carolina University. With inspired learning opportunities in the classroom, in the field, online, and around the world, Coastal Carolina offers the opportunities to support and empower your success. Visit coastal.edu to learn more.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to a man who is cooler than the other side of the pillow. It's the Sports King on Sports 1061.
3: And welcome back, everyone. Sports King, final moments of this segment. And we want to touch base on something very important, of course, regarding the COVID 19. And uh, what folks are dealing with yesterday, Golden State Warriors star guard Stephen Curry interviewed Dr. Anthony Fauci, of course, the outstanding director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, about the coronavirus uh, pandemic and the possibility of being able to get back to large gatherings, including sporting events in the future. And, Ben, I know you have more on this and a few cuts.
4: Yeah, we do. Uh, In case you missed it yesterday, the amount of people who watched this I thought was – was, was great. I think it lasted about a half an hour, averaged close to 50,000 viewers this Q&A session between Steph and Dr. Fauci. Uh, we'll start with a cut of Dr. Fauci who I think is a, a very smart dude and I mean any time he's opened his mouth during this whole thing I've taken him seriously. Yes. Um, This was him referencing the extreme u- views on both sides. Okay. Pe- people who are scared, really scared and then people who are not taking it serious enough. This is what he had to say on that subject.
7: This dichotomy between people who are being frightened to death of it versus people who don't even believe it and think it's something trivial that you don't have to worry about. I'd like to get the people in the country to realize that we are dealing with a serious problem. It's something that we've modified our lives. It's not convenient to lock yourself in. It's not convenient to not do the kinds of things. It's not convenient for you not to be playing basketball. But we're going through a period of time now Where we've got to, as a country, pull together, don't get frightened, don't get intimidated, use the energy to be able to confront it and
3: do the kinds of things that will put an end to it. Uh, Man, so well well said. said, Yeah, he really has uh, his fingers on the pulse of this deal, and you've got to listen to this guy. He doesn't want you to panic, but he wants you to be aware of the situation and remain vigilant. And uh, did you have another cut on uh, that as well? Because he is just really, you must listen to what he has to say. And as he said, uh, it's not like anybody's trying to terrify you, but we are trying to make you aware of the situation and make sure that you take the proper steps to protect yourself, your family and those around you. Because Um, if you carry something like this and you're in close proximity, then you have the possibility of infecting others. But right now, all of us are trying to do the social distancing and making sure we're staying in as much as possible. So, uh, there is an end game here. Dr. Fauci wants you to follow along and make sure you do pay attention to all of the advice they're giving. And I know Ben has something else as well.
4: Yeah. During this conversation, uh, Steph asked asked Dr. Fauci a question about how to handle the coronavirus next time. And this was... Dr. Fauci's response.
7: You know, Steph, it's a possibility, but I think and I hope, and it's not just hope, because I think if we do it right, it will happen this way, that we will get enough experience so that when it does come back, we'll be able to immediately identify, isolate, and contact trace. And if you do that effectively, you don't have an outbreak. You contain it at a very low level, which would mean we won't have to lock down again.
3: Well, there you go. Basically, if we do it right the first time, that's what I took away from it. And, you learn from it. And you learn from it. And we'll know how to address this. And hopefully, uh, I know that folks around the world, all kinds of scientists are working on uh, Vaccines, an antidote, a vaccine. and Testing to, supplies, yeah, all
4: that type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yep.
3: And, and it, it's a, you know, it's a shame. I know coming on our show next week, we've got Matthew Rauch, the Outstanding Actor, will be on Tuesday. Of course, he's on the He was on the hit show uh banshee on cinemax and uh, he's in manhattan so he's got a unique perspective right near where there's a a hot spot he and his girlfriend said that you know they'd love to get away from there but he has his mom and dad and then he had the situation he discussed with me if something were to happen hope it doesn't but he said they would be isolated one over the other and you can't get to them because with all the hospital situations Uh, Folks aren't actually able to be with a loved one. You know how sometimes you can go and sit at somebody's bedside. You can't do that now. They're really uh, clamping down on that because they don't want to spread the infection. So that's the situation there. And uh, Matthew Rouch will tell us his perspective uh, next week in terms of on Tuesday, uh, not only... The hit show banshee but talking about being right there in the epicenter there in new york and our prayers go out to the folks in new york well it goes out to everybody but new york washington louisiana california places really hit hard with this and uh, it really is something that we're with you every step of the way in regards to pulling for you i know ben's mom course as a nurse and and people on the front line i mean folks yeah, taking care of newborns yeah say say prayers for these folks and keep them in your thoughts and if you see a a person a front line person out there just just thank them it means a lot because these folks in some of the cases are working two and three shifts they are exhausted they're putting so much into this to try to get us back on track they are the heroes and of course nine one one, we had of course all the frontline folks in New York police and New York firefighters, everybody, all the responders, everybody did such an amazing job there. And they deserve all the accolades they, that they rightfully got. And the folks here that are going unseen sometimes, the medical workers, the people that are transporting all of the products back and forth across the country, the truck drivers and everybody that are doing their part that don't get recognized, make sure you think about it a little bit. Because I'll tell you what, when you sit there and you're like, man, how does this stuff get from coast to coast? How does this get here to there? Uh, people are doing this. Uh, the truck drivers working double shifts, getting stuff and supplies. And all of the, the, the stores, uh, my daughter works at a store. She's a grocery store manager at a white supermarket. And I know they work uh, extremely hard just making sure that the shelves are stocked. So uh, it's, it's just attitude of gratitude. We keep talking about it. We're going to keep uh, banging that drum because we just want people to, to be thanked because so many people need to be thanked because so many people out there are just unsung heroes that are doing it every day for all of us. And we really appreciate it. we got Tim Cosgrove coming up in just a few minutes from CMA Colonial Honda. We're going to talk to him and uh, find out how things are going at CMA. Of course, moving lies forward. We're going to talk about some unique aspects of his business and we're going to talk about, uh, uh, much, much more in the second hour here on Sports King. And we'd love to hear your phone calls. 800, uh, 804-327-0888 is the number. 804-327-0888 is the number. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Our good friend Tim Cosgrove, uh, right around the corner on the Sports King on Sports Sports 1061.
4: Sports fans, this is former Washington Redskins quarterback
0: and Super Bowl 26 MVP, Mark Griffin. You are listening to my favorite sports show, The Sports King, hosted by my great friend Jamie King on Sports 106.1.
6: Looking for a top-tier university that is affordable? Coastal Carolina University offers more than 100 undergraduate and graduate programs designed to help you earn your degree. Visit Coastal.edu and learn more about the Coastal commitment to student learning and student-led research. Coastal Carolina University is consistently ranked as a top best value university in the South. Visit Coastal.edu to learn more and schedule your campus tour. Less is more, right? Well, not when it comes to dealership benefits. I'm
1: Tim Cosgrove, General Manager at CMA's Colonial Honda. We're extending the warranty on every new car from five years, 60,000 miles, to seven years and 100,000 miles. Don't forget, we also have seven Honda Master Technicians, a community outreach program, free car washes with each service, and many other benefits. CMA's Colonial Honda. Owners just do more. Visit CMA's today
0: sports king nation want to take part in the show here's your chance to call the studio line 804-327-0888 that's 804-327-0888
3: and welcome back everyone sports king brand new time friday morning 10 a.m the noon every day of course we follow the big owl show eight to ten his new time And we're going to go out to the Sports King hotline right now. Our friend, man, we love this guy. He's a president general manager. One of the nicest people I've ever met. And folks, if you are interested and you need a vehicle, there's nobody else you want to go see. Tim Cosgrove and the outstanding folks at CMA's Colonial Honda. Moving lines forward, he's a president general manager. And he joins us now on the Sports King hotline. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Jamie. How you doing I, today? Man, I'm doing great. Doing great. And full disclosure, years ago, my son, who went in the Navy, worked for Tim. And uh, before I had met Tim, he'd always come home and say, Tim this and Tim that, and Tim's great, and Tim's And he'd always tell me about working for a guy that just cared so much about his people. And as I've asked people that uh, work for Tim, uh, the family word always comes up. And the fact that you treat people like family and you don't look at them – uh, just as another working part in a, in a, like a cog in an engine, you look at them as so vital and you treat them that way. And I've always said this about you that I've been most impressed with from the person that cleans a car to the person that works on the car, the person that sells the car, you know, some people are like, Hey, I'm just about my sales guys or sales ladies. You're about everyone. And I think that's one of the beauty parts of your business and what you do there and why you're so su- successful is because. Every single aspect and every single person there means the world to you, and that's why you guys do as well as you do. Would you agree with that?
1: Oh, absolutely, Jamie. And in, in, in particular, uh, in light of what's happening around us today, um, I, I can't tell you how much this team has banded together. Um, it, it's been a, an incredible
3: experience. Of course, Tim has sales teams, finance specialists, service and parts, customer care. One thing about uh, – when I was reading, of course, I always uh, follow you guys online and so forth. About your dealership, uh, you guys do a lot of things for the first responders and the military. Could you talk about that? Because in our time right now dealing with the coronavirus, uh, you've got special programs for military and first responders. Could you talk about that for a moment?
1: Yeah, it's called our Local Heroes Program. Um, it's not specific to Colonial Honda. It's the entire carter Myers Automotive Automotive Group. Um And what we do is we offer employee pricing um, so they get the same price as an employee would on any of the cars that we have uh, to military active military uh, first responders um, uh, police officers law enforcement um, ems workers uh, nurses doctors uh, and also our teachers
3: that's awesome that's awesome and We're so blessed to have you as a sponsor, and we can't thank you enough. And you guys, uh, like everybody else, has been affected. Can you talk about the mentality of CMA Colonial Honda, your group as a whole, in terms of how you're banding together and how you're going to see your way through this? You're the leader there, and I know everybody's looking to you, um, and you're very much a— you know, person first type of uh, dealership in terms of the fact that you have such a family there. How are you approaching it in terms of getting your folks to, to realize the sun will come up and we're going to get through this together and uh, talk about the mentality and, and what you guys are doing, especially in terms of uh, getting through this situation?
7: Sure.
1: Uh, well, first of all, we're very grateful uh, that we were deemed an essential business and allowed to continue to operate um, because people, uh, regardless of what's going on around them, uh, have transportation needs, whether it's a, a, a service issue, a repair issue, uh, or, you know, that situation where somebody needs to replace a vehicle. Um, so we're very grateful that we're continuing to be allowed to operate. Uh, we don't have too many restrictions on us from the service side of things, but we're limited to how many people we can have in the showroom at any given time uh, to 10 or less people. Um, so what that means is we've kind of had to... a, a, a adjust our business model a bit and uh, be a little more flexible. So we're offering um, to bring cars out to folks so they can see the cars, test drive the cars uh, without being in an environment where they don't feel safe. Um, At the same time, uh, we have all taken on the responsibility of making sure that our space is clean. Uh, We're constantly wiping things down uh, with Clorox wipes and um, all sorts of disinfectants. Um, Bathrooms are getting done every half an hour um, we just want to make sure that that uh, our customer base understands that we're taking this very seriously um, to protect them to protect each other.
3: Our special guest, President General Manager of CMA Colonial Honda, Mr. Tim Cosgrove. Folks, you can go out there, give them a call, and make sure you can get in there because they don't want to have too many people at one time. Of course, 10 is the limit, he said, right now, but that'll increase as time goes on. Uh, 2100 Walt Hall Center Drive, South Chesterfield, Virginia, 23834. Sales number is 888-490-4762, 888-490-4762. And Tim... uh, in terms of your numbers, and yeah, I wanted you to have the biggest record-breaking year ever. I never saw this coming. You never saw this coming. We as a country never saw it coming. Um, but you're a competitor. I know that. And I know this is going to be a major challenge. But we're slowly coming out of this. It's going to take time. Um, so I guess you kind of rallying the troops and saying, hey, despite this situation, despite all of the odds and people that say you can't, you guys at Colonial Honda always think you can, and I know that you've got a great plan ahead.
1: We do. Um, We we were able to sell cars. Uh, We haven't missed a day without sales. Uh, The service department continuing to operate. Uh, Clearly, business has been reduced a little bit, Uh, but our our main mission is to get through this intact. Um, That means every employee has a place to come to every day.
3: That's awesome. And, folks, let me tell you on a personal level, I am so excited. I wish it wouldn't happen under these circumstances, but I'm preparing tomorrow. I'm joint. I need some applause on this one. I'm joining the CMA Colonial Honda family, Ben. I am tomorrow. Now get this. Yeah, thank you. Is that for Tim or for me? Who's that for, by the way? Is that Tim that's or me? That's for both of you guys. Okay, both of us. Okay. There you go. Anyway, I standing did. ovation. Standing ovation. Absolutely. Here's the deal. <laughs> folks. I was concerned because my wife was in a in an accident and we were able to get a car replacement. And, of course, we're going nowhere but CMA Colonial Honda. So, Sports King in my family, we not only walk the walk, we talk the talk, we do the whole thing, we're going there. And, as I said, Ben, uh, I am moving into this family tomorrow. So, my concern was... The missus wasn't ready to, to drive. She wanted me to drive down. So I'm sitting here logistically thinking, man, how am I going to get this car and this? I got this meeting and this and this. And, and Tim says, hey, man, during this situation, we've got some alternatives. We'll bring the car to you. I said, what? He said, no, we'll bring the car to you. We can do the paperwork. I'll get all the information, have it done. And you talk about customer-centric, being uh, all about the customer I'm an hour away almost. They're bringing the vehicle up to me, all the paperwork. I'm not going to be, and I feel bad for Tim because he's putting him out, but he's like, no, that's what we do. That's how we move lives forward. And I thought to myself, me and the missus were just, we were so excited today because Tim saw the problem, not only for us, but for you as well. So folks, Don't think that you can't get a car because if you can't get to the dealership and you get credit approved and all the things done, the paperwork, and you apply online at CMA Colonial Honda, Tim, you'll find a way to get a car to him, correct? Absolutely. Can you do that again? He likes Ric Flair, by the way. (laughs) That's what I'll be doing tomorrow when Tim pulls up with a vehicle. but. Tim, that's the thing about you. I mean, you're really thinking outside of the box and how you can, uh, you guys don't get caught flat-footed. I know this is something that the country as a whole has been hit with that nobody expected, but the fact that you guys are constantly changing your perspective and things that you can do to help the community at large, I mean, you guys deserve so much credit, and I know you take so much pride in your team that you guys, no matter what's thrown at you, find a way to get it done.
1: Yes, sir, we're going to get it done.
3: What is the plan? Um, Is is it something I guess you kind of on hold like everybody else, but in terms of um, down the road, I know that the the big ass gala you have for cancer and children with cancer and so forth, we're so excited to go to that. That was put off, I believe, till September. Uh, You guys are so community involved. I know this has altered some things for you. What's the plan? We are
1: very involved. Um, this, This just gives us an opportunity to get more involved. On a smaller scale, uh, if there's folks that that are close enough to us that that have a need, they need some groceries dropped off, uh, they need some chores run for them, uh, we're here for them. And um, our dealer principal, our owner, Liza Borchis, put that uh, message out uh, through each of the stores' websites uh, that we are here for you. And if there's anything that we can do uh, to help anybody in the community, um, that's
3: what we're here for. Do you do laundry, Tim? haven't offered that up. Hey, see, look, come on, Tim. Come on, Tim. I'm going to try. Maybe while he's there, I can say, "Hey, Tim, how about separating the colors from the white? No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, but
4: just a bit outside.
3: Yes, it it was. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) but no, as far as your family, how are you doing? I mean, how are you dealing in terms of, uh, on a personal level with this? I know that you're an avid workout guy and that's been kind of curtailed. You can't go to the gym. Um, from your perspective in terms of your every, everyday life, how are you dealing with this situation currently
1: we're We're keeping our sanity. Um, my wife is a school teacher, and um, that that's up up in the air as well as what's going to happen to these poor kids that can't finish out their school year, especially the seniors. Um, she teaches tenth grade, uh, but she's still got to get them on to the eleventh grade so um yeah, you know, we talk about that kind of stuff a lot. Uh, she had her first conference call with the school district yesterday, so they are looks like they're starting to make some plans uh, to make some learning available online for the kids. So that's a, that's good news. Yeah, that's that's in the a, right direction.
3: My wife as well is a speech pathologist, and it's uh, definitely creating a lot of angst in terms of how you can uh, do a lot of that over because a lot of times you have to be in front of somebody and watch your mouth move and so forth. And your wife, of course, doing that. And it's funny uh, in terms of uh, the changes. I mean, it's just so many changes coming day by day. But uh, it was interesting you mentioned about the seniors. I really feel bad. My my grandson is first year in college, and he's got to go down and retrieve all the stuff and hasn't been able to finish his first year of college. And the seniors, really, I feel for them because, you know, Tim, we came through school. We never had anything like this. We graduate. We move forward. And uh, you're talking kids that – in many ways robbed of an opportunity to fulfill you know, their senior year and some of their uh, athletic achievements and academic achievements. And I know your heart goes out to them in terms of that because you live with your wife and knowing what she's going through, I'm sure it's been just a tough situation for her and for you from a distance watching it all happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I really feel for those kids, especially the seniors.
3: Well, going forward now um, – Any changes with Colonial Honda hour-wise, any restrictions our our folks should listen uh, for, or or where can we see if anything changes in terms of an hour or something that you guys might change, or or is it pretty much everything business as usual for right now?
1: We're continuing to operate business as usual. Um, If we need to uh, make any changes, we'll communicate that through our database, uh, probably most likely via an uh, email blast. Uh, And, of course, we'll have uh, uh, any kind of important updates right on our homepage, cmascolonialhonda.com.
3: And uh, anything particular you'd like to talk about in terms of your vehicles now? Do you have any uh, specials, anything going on in terms of rebates or uh, exciting things that the folks should uh, uh, know about in terms of, I know you have the new vehicles, the used vehicles, and you have a lot of special offers. Anything out there right now you'd like to mention?
1: We do, and I'll give a a special shout-out to my manufacturer, American Honda. Um, They understand what we're going through. They've actually shut production down in North America. Um, So the cars we have are the cars that we have for the time being, Um, but I have a fantastic selection. I was able to stock up a little bit before all this happened, Um, and I think we're in a a great position to serve the community. Um, And I'll I'll just tell everybody this one thing. Um, If you have a Honda currently – in the household, you don't have to trade it. You just have to give a copy of the registration. As long as it's a 2009 or newer, the factory has given us an extra $1,000 to share uh, under a loyalty program.
3: Wow. Look at that. How about that? Hey, hey, guess what? You're getting that too. Hey, give me some applause on that, Ben. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's a Ric Flair and an applause situation here. I'm telling you what. I am fired up about that. Tomorrow. The King family joins the CMA Colonial Honda family. I cannot wait. But, folks, before I let Tim go, hats off to you, Tim. I just want to let you know you guys deserve so much credit for your local Heroes program. Folks, the military they have discounts for healthcare workers, educators, law enforcement, fire and rescue, because if you're any of those folks, uh, we take our hats off for you every day and we appreciate and applaud you. But Tim and his group at CMA Colonial Honda, they've got programs just for you and they definitely celebrate you. Tim, we wish you and your family the best of health. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm so excited and uh, we're honored and privileged to join the CMA Colonial Honda family. And we definitely still hold out hope that once this is done, That things go back like gangbusters and you shatter the records because you're a guy that uh, does so much for so many people that goes unnoticed and we really appreciate you so much.
1: Thank you very much, Jamie.
3: You got it. Tim Cosgrove, president general manager, an outstanding member of community. And, man, maybe, Ben, I could talk him into the laundry tomorrow, maybe? Mm -hmm. You might be able to. I mean, they do everything else. What about that? Uh, who knows? Hey, I'll throw it on the table, see what he's. says. That's something that they
4: can talk about in their next board meeting. But,
3: hey, how about that extra $1,000? That is that? cool. Um, awesome. What do you
4: say, 2009 or newer? Yep. I missed by two years. Oh. Just a bit
3: outside Just for, bit for outside. Ben. That's right. Well, oh, I'll ask him what he can do for you anyway. But, no, he's an amazing guy and they're an amazing group, and we're so excited to join him and uh, definitely want to uh, let everybody know Seema CMA Colonial Honda moving lines forward. And and Tim's just such a a great guy in our community. We're so glad to have him and be a part of the Sports King family as well. We're going to take a time out. You're listening to Sports King on this Friday morning. We'll be right back.
0: Hi, this is Kirk Govea, number 54, Washington Redskins.
1: You're listening to my friend, Jamie King, the Sports King, on Sports 106. Less is more, right? Well, not when it comes to dealership benefits. I'm Tim Cosgrove, General Manager at CMA's Colonial Honda. We're moving lives forward by extending the warranty on every new car from five years and 60,000 miles to seven years and 100,000 miles. Our mission is to always give our customers more. That's why we have seven Honda Master Technicians and offer a free car wash with every service visit. And now, we will even bring test drives to you because we know that your busy schedules make it difficult to stop in the dealership. Another thing we're extremely proud of is our commitment to the community. From local hero discounts, to childhood cancer programs, to sponsoring Boy Scout troops. The people truly make us who we are, and we are proud to give back to the ones that give so much to us. So worry less and smile more. Only at CMA's Colonial Honda. Owners just do more. Visit CMA's com today.
0: You're listening to a man whose future is so bright, he's got to wear shades. The Sports King on Sports 1061.
3: And welcome back to the Sports King on Sports 1061. I want to thank our guest, Carson Ulrich, of course, DEA agent, gun specialist, chicken caller, rooster caller. He did it all taught the Sports King yesterday how to take things into his own hands with a gun. So, I'm feeling better, man. I'm not there, but I'm getting better. He said he saw some promise. That was good. And Mr. Tim Cosgrove, Mr. CMA Colonial Honda himself, Sports King joining the CMA Colonial Honda team tomorrow. Hello, London, England. Thanks for listening to Sports King. Hello, San Juan, Puerto Rico. Ben's talking to me outside during the break about Impersonations and doing impressions, and of course, uh, Harry Carey was here this morning.
4: He made an, he's made an appearance the last two days. Um, who knew? I thought Harry uh, passed way back in I think ninety eight, ninety nine. But here we are, twenty years later, and he's he's come back, folks. So,
3: uh, got a text. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we had one dude on this morning who did a I mean a spot on. I gave it a solid eight eight and a half out of ten. Tony uh, was his name on on Sports Phone. Really. I, via the phone, he was he was great. He was right, well, if you've like, got
3: an impression you'd like to give us, give us a call 804-327-0888. Why not 804-327-0888. Uh, Ralph, of course, our great friend in London, England, texting me. His choice today was listening to the Sports King show, or uh, or actually uh, bo- talking about Boris uh, Johnson uh, getting tested positive for coronavirus.
4: Did he? Yeah. Oh Lord. So uh, well, he joins yeah. the ranks of. I Prince Charles was uh, Prince Charles, right? Just a positive. I,
3: I never understood that man. Prince Charles guy. It's, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I hate to laugh, but yeah, you're you're not alone. I don't think. I mean, so Princess Diana was beautiful. I I thought. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nothing against uh, what was her name, <laughs> Camilla Parker Bowles. I just don't get it. You now, sound I like think.
4: you know more than me. I'm not. I'm not into the. Uh, the whole royal side of things. That's my mom.
3: Well, I am.
4: She's she's big into it. The king, Not
3: hence man. the king name. Right. Well I'm uh, into it, my man.
4: Yeah. One one leads to the other. Naturally, yes. as it were. Exactly. But uh no, it's um anytime I don't whoever pops up, man, you know, right now as far as testing positive, Sean Payton is feeling better, I know. Good. Uh after after testing positive, the Saints head coach. Um I think his was a it sounded like a fairly quick turnaround for him. I think it was what, a week or more ago and now, as of I think yesterday, he said he was he was I think not close to hundred or not back to totally one hundred percent, but feeling pretty close to normal. So that's good.
3: Well, you know that folks are talking about <clears throat> Netflix being just inundated and all these different channels being inundated. <laughs> I heard Jim Rome on the way home yesterday talking about yeah. a show called The Tiger King. Yes. <laughs> and so a friend of mine from North Carolina, Ken Paradiso, said hey, you haven't seen. It? I saw the preview. I was like, I don't know. It looks a little out there. I watched the first episode. Did you? Out it's there. out there. It's I, I've, I've never heard. seen anything like it. I haven't watched it yet. Oh man, it mm. is out there. Our
4: some of our coworkers recreated, I think, a scene or two from it this week. And uh it looked if they were over the top, it looked over it if it's anything like what they did, it's over the top. So
3: Well, when you've got a guy at the top of the show named Joe Exotic. Exotic. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, oh, my goodness. And people all over the world are now watching Joe Exotic, and I guess uh, I, I don't know how it's going to shake out here, but after one episode, it's just like, is this real or is this uh, a put-on? But I'm telling you, this I guess you can't make this up. You cannot be serious! That's exactly what I thought watching this, but uh, Ralph did let me know that uh, they don't like Prince Charles very much over there, evidently for whatever reason. I think they're still upset with him for... Stepping out on Princess Diana.
4: Not many fans, huh? No. Well, sorry about it. Best I can say. Hope the man, you know, recovers. I mean, again, anybody who's dealing with the illness right now is, I you know, it's a serious thing. We heard Doctor Fauci talk about that earlier with Steph Curry. We played a couple of cuts from that. It's, uh, yeah, it's still a very serious, serious matter. You said Boris Johnson. I, I'd yeah, not seen Boris that. Boris Johnson, news, man. Yeah. Jeez.
3: He's at 10 Downing Street, my man. He's in there. Uh, amongst all those folks and I think they're worried that maybe uh he may have passed it on we certainly hope that's not the case but Ralph had told me that uh, London's shutting down England's shutting down the whole place is shutting down as well so folks here's the thing we're getting closer and we keep saying that but another step uh, this has been a tough week Um, we look out there hasn't been Other than the NFL, comings and goings, there hasn't been a lot of sports out there. But we appreciate you hanging there with us and all of the the sponsors out there. I heard Big Al talking about it today. Definitely support the sponsors. And um, go out and uh, it's okay to drive to the restaurants and they'll deliver the food out to you. Last night, however, after Costco, I went to... Uh, order food at the restaurant, and it was 8 o'clock. They said, sorry, we're closed, so that was a little bit disconcerting because I thought that they'd be serving at least till at least 9 o'clock or so, but certain hours you have to call ahead, and that was our fault for not doing so. But uh, check with the restaurants of your choice. Please support them. Uh, These folks need the income and everybody's struggling in terms of uh, the food industry right now. But uh, Cole, you, you can go to uh, the parking lot and they'll bring the food out to you. And uh, as I said the other day, I went to a sub shop and I couldn't go inside, but they brought it out to my car. So um, I mean, that... I
4: had takeout last night too. Brothers Pizza, really, okay. Yep. Anybody, if if anyone's listening down down south, <laughs> my neck of the woods, down in Denwoody County. Yeah, support the local. I I was more than happy to get a couple of pies from Great. British Pizza last night. They were good, too. So Fantastic. Yep. And
3: now you need somebody is to deliver Coors Light. And
4: uh, That was on the way home.
3: Okay. <laughs> so okay. Um, as long anyway. as any of the ABC stores uh, don't close, you're, you're okay. Look,
4: man, our, our guy, uh, Derby Bill, he listens to uh, Sports 1061, tunes in for Al's show. He tunes in for this one also. We appreciate Bill listening out there wherever he might be. Um, he sent me something he always likes to send odds. Apparently ABC store sales are up 56% in Virginia. Wow. And I just told him a little while ago I'm like I might I might make that number jump to 56.1 on the <laughs> way home.
3: So, so Ben, So Ben is doing his part to keep uh Virginia um keep the ABC store sales going, yeah. Because
4: for right now they're operating I think on some some scaled back hours themselves. But uh 56 percent the the new times have not not uh dissuaded people from going so unbelievable so that's pretty crazy if that number is 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 accurate so man and I'm sure it is bill wouldn't lie to us
3: bill would not lie to us that's good you're listening to sports King on sports 1061 and of course uh, the NFL is uh, still talking Ben about having the NFL draft without any uh,
2: major variations fanfare, really. of course there's yep. not
3: going to be uh the people be... there which is sad because remember last year at tennessee yeah. the fanfare there the excitement Downtown oh my gosh Nashville. it was beautiful to watch think, yeah in vegas i was pulling for them to have oh just a fun time there and now it's going to be uh quite a bit different but man uh we really hope that uh, it comes off in some way, some shape, some form, that we can at least enjoy seeing these guys go to the teams that we're pulling for. And uh, the big question, of course, Washington, we continue to talk about. Chase Young, will he stay at number 2? Will they package it up? Will they move back? Um, the Redskins are making some moves. I don't know. Some of them are just a little questionable right now to me. Your thoughts?
4: Well, Yeah. <laughs> I mean the the whole thing seems to still point to a, a Chase Young. What you, I think, I think Al referenced something earlier as far as them maybe moving back and somehow I, it was some scenario. I think with the Lions moving up and the Skins moving back and maybe looking at Jeff Okuda. If I had that little, I might have that backwards. But well, um, Okuda's
3: a great player, but he's no Chase Young.
4: Um, he and Chase both Ohio State products. Um, I don't know. I, there's so many. I I don't know if they even know really what they're what they're gonna do at this point. There's so much conjecture. I feel like they're they're the team that everyone's looked at or circled as like they've got the number two. We we know Joe Burrow is gonna go number one in all likelihood. What do they do at number two? Because then after that, that's when I mean all the other dominoes you know can potentially fall. Do they trade trade the pick? Do they move back? Do they do you know what have you? I have no idea. Sitting here March, what is it, 27th, you've got a, basically a month, a little under a month to go. If, if they're going to keep the draft on schedule, it looks like they're going to do that. I have no idea. Not a clue. Couldn't tell you.
3: Well, they have so many needs. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, everything. You can improve like, anywhere. I know they're making some moves on the offensive line. That's fine. Uh, but you still need somebody. And, folks, let me say this, and we'll take your phone calls about the Redskins or anybody else, 804-327-0888, 804-327-0888. I have gone on record. Ryan Kerrigan is a great Redskin, a guy that has been a great Redskin. But his time has passed. The guy is not playing at a level that he's played at. In the past. I'm saying from a coaching perspective, watching film on the guy. Last year, as I've gone on record saying, I've gone to the grocery store looking for him on the milk carton to find out where's Ryan Kerrigan because he showed up after the play was done and standing there. But he did nothing last year for me. And I'm thinking to myself, great guy, but my mailman's a great guy, but he's not starting for my team as a defensive end. I want a guy that's going to put heat on the quarterback. That is Chase Young. So. If you move Kerrigan out, you move a guy in that can be dominant. So I love that aspect. And Nothing against Ryan Kerrigan. Could he go somewhere as a backup and maybe finish out his career? Sure. But let's face it, folks. If you're being honest with yourself, his first line ability is gone. And if you watch film and rewind the tape... You'll see what I'm talking about. As a coach, watching a guy play, yeah, he's a great effort guy, but he's just not getting to the quarterback. He's not making impact plays. And when you can't make plays, you know, people talk about, hey, should we re-up him? Should we get more money? I said, are you kidding me? I mean, yeah, I I love the guy. He's a quality guy, quality young man. But this isn't about personalities. It's about performance. And I know at times he's been double teamed, but – A lot of times he was singled up, and on the singles, he was not getting home. And you can pull up his numbers, Ben, from last year on Kerrigan, and we'll go over that in just a second from last year. But I think you'll see that the numbers bear out what I'm talking about in terms of the precipitous drop in his performance. I just didn't see him performing. So many people get blinded. Oh, he's a great Redskin. Yeah, he's a great Redskin. He's a great guy, great community guy. He's all of that. But I'm just saying, from a performance standpoint, and Sweat, on the other side, wasn't doing that great a job himself. So maybe Chase Young's a guy that can alter the fortunes of this team from a defensive standpoint. Do you have anything on the numbers there?
4: Yeah, as far as Kerrigan is concerned, last year was the first year where he had really missed any time. So <laughs> you talked about a drop. If you go back all the way even to 2016, there were three consecutive years where he had double-digit sacks, yes. 11 and 16, 13 and 17 and 18 he only had five and a half a year ago yeah that's what I'm saying um and then 25 combined tackles as opposed to uh 46 in 2017 that's and then what I'm saying 43 and 2018
3: and how many total sacks last year
4: five and a half and again granted he played in four or fewer games yeah so
3: well I I just see again, it. that's the
4: first time when he this is the first time when he's missed missed anything I see 16 games all 16 of them started pretty much every year aside from last year so Yeah, it's... Uh, there there's so many areas that the team could improve in. And I'm
3: not putting it all on him. I'm just no, saying no, I noticed no, if not. you look at the graph, it's <clears> a downward trend in performance. And you can say, well, he's injured, he did this and that. Yeah, but I, I'm seeing some things about his play that don't add up in terms of his get-off, and he's not beating people the way he used to. I don't know if it's a strength issue. I don't know if it's something where he's just not getting uh, enough of a push or maybe he's having some physical issues. I don't know, but um, I don't know. Uh, it's just a feeling. I just think his best days are behind him, and uh, hopefully he proves me wrong, but I don't know about that. But Chase Young, I do know, is a a a once-in-a-generation type guy. Whether you keep him or not remains to be seen. We will see soon enough the draft coming up. I did want to mention... Kerrigan uh,
4: would be going into his H-32 season, by the way. Yeah,
3: so there you go. Um, We're going to have to keep our eye on him. Um, I don't know if they'll move him. It just remains to be seen. But we do have so many needs, not just Ryan Kerrigan. There are so many needs out there. We'll go through that after a while here uh, as we move forward. I do want to mention a couple passings. Uh, former Los Angeles Astros and Los Angeles Dodgers outfielder Jim Wynn died at age 78. And, Ben, there's another passing that, uh, and this was a really sad deal um, because I was such a fan of him, uh, Fred Curley Neil Ben. Uh, The Harlem Globetrotters, Uh, he passed away at age 77. Um, He's a guy that, uh, man, when you talk about how many smiles this guy uh, put on so many people's faces, uh, one of the most genuine human beings the world has ever known, um, general manager of the Globetrotters, Jeff Munn, sent in a statement issued by the team He went on to say his basketball skill was unrivaled by most. His heart was warm, huge smile. He brought joys to families worldwide. He always made time for as many fans and inspired millions of people. Curly, Neal was born in Greensboro, Ben, uh, North Carolina, and played college basketball at Johnson C. Smith in Charlotte, where he earned all Central Intercollegiate Athletic Association honors. He joined the Globetrotters. In 1963, and played in the barnstorming on-court entertainers for 22 years. He appeared in 6,000 games 97 countries before retiring in 1985. So, sad day for Curly Neal.
4: Yeah, indeed, but it gives us uh, a bit of a reason to play.
3: Hey, give me the ball.
4: Hey! Exactly. And. It's an all-timer as far as. You know, m- just music is.
3: You know what day it is, right? What day is it? It's
4: Friday. Oh, yeah, it is Friday.
3: And that means oh. the lovely, talented Allie Brooks. She's coming in. We're going to break, right? And we're coming back with Allie? Uh, we can do it now. Let's do it now. We can do it now? Yeah, let's do it now. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the lady that brightens all of our lives, the lady that comes in here, nothing to get you, Ben, but uh, i smile when she comes it's in. It's a good way it's to end the week. Of-
4: <laughs> Bring me down a peg.
3: Anyway, we love you Ben. Anyway, Allie Brooks, so excited to see you. That smile always lights up the room and Ohio State wearing the Ohio State Buckeye t shirt today. Yeah, it's my alma mater. There you go. It's not really that's a lie.
8: (laughs) (laughs) That's not true at all. What a lie. Thank you so much.
3: So uh, amid all of this, before we get into the entertainment report, how are you doing amidst all of this confusion and craziness? It is a COVID nineteen situation.
8: I mean, I I'm doing okay, I guess. I think I've probably gained a few pounds from my quarantine snacking. I haven't shaved my legs in a couple of days. It's fine.
3: Wow, this that went off the rails quick. Good Lord
8: <laughs> hey, you needed to you asked how I was doing. Don't ask questions you don't want the answer to.
3: Well, wow. talk about getting Info we didn't <laughs> need, but anyway, <laughs> I didn't shave so for four days myself, so anyway, not my legs though, but anyway, so oh. other than that,
4: <laughs> that's disturbing, yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs>
3: anyway other than that, Alley Brooks. <laughs> Uh, we have listeners right now tuned in from London, England, so say hello to London, by the way.
8: Hi, London.
3: London loves you. As a matter of fact, they say we love hearing from Allie more than Ben or Jamie, so there you go. For what that's worth, every time you come in, our ratings go up.
8: Well, I mean, if they want to make so. the hop over to my show, like they can listen they to could. me
3: too. Wow. You're on- Not that yeah. I'm trying
8: to steal your listeners Look at or anything. But Look
4: <laughs> London, don't listen to me. We it. overlap Plugged a little myself. bit. You're, um, what time are you on? Nine to, nine
8: to two. Nine yeah, to I know. Two. I took a little break from my show right now to hop on down here. You're welcome.
3: Thank you. Listen to this. My favorite. This is London England. My favorite part of the show. Oh, baby. Listen oh, to this. baby. Unbelievable. Have you been to London? How you doing? Do, you know, do you know people there in London? You go. London? I haven't, but I'd love
8: to. London you loves
3: you. So there you go for what it's worth. Okay. Now, on the Sports King show, <laughs> closing out the week. It's been a tough week, tough few weeks. And, of course, the nation is dealing with so much. but. We want to hear a little bit on the entertainment side. What's going on in the world of entertainment?
8: Well, obviously, even still in the world of entertainment in Hollywood, everything is all about coronavirus. There's a couple of different celebrities that have been diagnosed. We know Idris Elba and his wife, but they're doing better now. And But what is really nice to see is a lot of these celebrities really doing good to make a difference for this. Yes. Some of them have been donating to different, you know, different COVID-19 causes. A lot of them have been donating to the entertainment industry itself and to different bartenders. What I really love is that today... Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande started donating to their fans themselves. Good. Like particular individuals that they've seen that have supported them for a long time that have lost their jobs or whatever it is. They're just like sending them messages on Instagram and Twitter wanting to give them thousands of dollars.
3: Well, here's the thing now, and I applaud them and appreciate this, but you're talking these folks, I mean, Taylor Swift, Ben, you can look it up because you have all the information at your fingertips. She's got some
8: dollar bills. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: She's not going to miss it. Yeah. So, and I've always said, when you have it, to be able... I I heard a quote yesterday from John Bon Jovi, and I love this. He said this, and this should be a plaque, and I I love this. He said, when you can't do what you do, do what you can. And basically, he wants to help others. He was in a soup kitchen, and he owns a soup kitchen, and multiple... um, Restaurants right. just that are non nonprofit. He's in there washing dishes oh, really? in the back, Good old John trying Bob to help people awesome. uh, have hot meals. And I thought to myself, John Bon Jovi, I love that guy. I love that band, and for him doing that even higher regard for him. So anyway, yeah, good no, I think, I think
8: that's really awesome because a lot of these celebrities, you know, they're putting out like PSAs on their Instagram, stay inside, quarantine so hard as they're in their fancy mansions yeah, away, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. so, yeah, away from the public. So that's great that John Bon Jovi's kind as
3: of. As I get in my hot tub, in my pool, in my palatial estate. Oh, by the way, you guys stay safe wherever you're at. One anyway. thing
4: I think was, that was cool. I don't know if you saw it. Either one of you, but he was also soliciting song lyrics from, yes. yeah. uh, from people, crowdsourcing. I on, social media, on social media, I think, media. right? Yeah. Um, you could send in lyrics to this new piece of music that he's doing. Yep. I thought that was cool.
8: So you should still get on that. You could have a chance to co-write right. with John Bon uh,
4: Jo. write
3: lyrics to songs, so I'm going to get okay. on that. I really oh. Got the, you got to... Another hidden talent I have that you Songbird didn't know. Songbird of our generation. Good. Exactly, awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. going
8: to team up with John Bon Jovi and leave us all How here. About
3: that <laughs> huh? that would be good.
4: Sports yeah. King and bon- John Bon Jovi World Tour 2021. That? I there like it, it. I like it. Yep.
3: What else do we have? Yeah,
8: and there are other celebrities that are doing some awesome things on the front lines as well. Bill and Hillary Clinton have been buying pizzas for healthcare workers, just sending <sighs> it out to hospitals. Bravo. Okay. I love that. I okay. think that's great. G-Eazy has been working in soup kitchens and stuff as well, providing meals for some at-risk youth. Mm-hmm. G-Eazy? G-Eazy?
3: Who's cheesy?
8: He's a rapper. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's why you bring him here because you don't know anybody past
3: 1980, please let me know because yeah, I'm, stu- I'm really like Al, I'm warp. stuck in a time warp of 1980. I don't think Al uh, made it past 1972. g She just said it like I knew that. Do you I, know Rihanna? I thought she said Cheesy You know Rihanna, first. right? Yes, Rihanna. Right, I've heard okay. Rihanna. 30, 30, 30. Rihanna right, also
8: has been donating different medical supplies just to the state of New York as well because they obviously are kind of feeling the worst of this right yes. now. Yes, Yes. So it's really great to see all these celebrities actually doing something in action, more than just sitting in their on their high. And they've horses. got that
3: big concert, don't they? A living room concert coming up Sunday night with all. Did you hear about this? Uh, El- I've heard of a bunch of different ones where people well, are doing El- stuff from their houses. Elton John has one. He's doing yes. in the hosting yeah, from his that. home. Yep uh this oh, sunday wow. night yeah. and tim mcgraw and a bunch of others are going to be performing a from their living thing. rooms presenting uh something to try to lift people's spirits up and raise some funds which i thought was phenomenal elton just had a birthday turned 73 a few days ago oh, he yes. don't
8: look a day over 72 that oh, one
3: well that's good
4: we'll send that on to
3: elton yeah <laughs> i haven't thanked you enough for that jason aldean tickets by the way or or have i Remember when I was at the top of Paul Jones, John Paul Every Jones time he range?
8: thanks me, he mentions
3: the fact that I, I gave him nosebleed seats.
4: It's a thanking and then a, a backhanded yeah. compliment. I actually
3: had to wave at a helicopter to pass by. <laughs> and the oh, they do not that bad. I was that high. Anyway. What else?
8: Um, so one thing, I feel like hairstylists everywhere are going to urge people not to touch your hair while you're sitting at home quarantined. I feel like it's like, a, maybe not because you guys are men. You don't really okay. experience it. But women, when they're bored, it's like, let me go dye my hair, cut her, whatever. Pink is one of them okay. fell victim oh. to it. Cut her own hair. Ugh. It's not. Great. It's
7: not good. Wow.
8: And Blake Shelton, also, he's been saying for a while, he's going to try to work on bring his right, mullet right, back. Yeah. And I saw he shaved some stripes into the side of his head. So wow. all that to say, take your it. example from the stars. Don't try to do your own hair during the coronavirus.
1: Wow. Don't
4: try self-do. Don't do don't do not do. So, all right. Yeah, that's it. There, yeah. You, there you go. Don't do the do. Leave it to the experts. Leave it to, yeah.
8: All right. This one, I don't know how much you guys know about Taylor Swift. Kim Kardashian, Kanye West.
3: A bit. Yeah. Uh, didn't he go on stage and block her? or That grab was a the tro- beginning. That's yes. That the was thing. the
8: beginning. Grabbed her trophy. Yes, Beyonce yes, yes, had yes. the best video of all
3: time or whatever
8: yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the start of everything. More okay. recently, there is a big fight between all of them because Kanye wrote some song about Taylor Swift where he... Said some inappropriate things about her. Taylor was really mad. And then Kim Kardashian released a video that like she had asked Taylor for permission. Well, this week, a new video dropped that was the full unedited version proving that Taylor Swift was not lying the whole time. Wow! Kim Kardashian and Kanye West lied about everything. You guys, you're not as excited about this because you're not in on the drama.
4: Well, I try to avoid drama. It's like a soap opera,
8: though. Wow!
4: It is. Poor Taylor. See, this is good stuff. Never thought man. I'd be in Taylor's corner, but on this one.
8: She's been vindicated.
4: Yep. Really?
8: Okay. So now you know. Kim Kardashian, Kanye West. That's Guilty. The,
4: that's the title of the next album, Vindicated.
8: Vindicated. I'm gonna send that to her. There send you go.
4: whatever we were going to send to Elton and the happy birthday wishes and what do you say? Doesn't look a day over 72. He doesn't look a day over 72. I'll send a, an album title. You can send song lyrics. We've got it. We've all got something we got to it. do during the We've got it. Or during and, the um, pandemic. Yeah. Well.
3: Another question for you, heading in the weekend, plans for the weekend? I know there's only so much we there's can not, do. Yeah,
4: there's not really
8: a lot hitting to do. Hit the ABC do. store. True. I'm not going to yes, lie. I've, I've drank my fair share during this time period.
3: I think period. we all
4: have. Wow. And we're going to continue to do so.
8: I don't feel bad about it.
3: I don't either. I need, I need to get you guys some help. Uh, I'm getting worried now. Yeah, we're fine. I'm, oh, I'm not. <laughs> Unbelievable. So that's it. That's our entertainment report. That's it. That's we it. can't thank you enough for shedding light. And now that I know uh, wheezy or cheesy, G easy, cheesy, cheesy, jeezy. What is it? God help us. Uh, that's right. One G- of the second alley G easy, not to be confused with cheesy, which is what um, I don't know. Can... That's what you are. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, jeezy's doing something. Allie, bad. thank you. Thank you, Allie. You're welcome. All right. So, Allie Brooks, uh, entertainment report. And, uh, boy, I learn something new every day. I'm telling you, man, I feel old. But uh, don't laugh at me. I'm not. We're going to take a timeout. We'll be right back. Close it out on Sports King. And we thank Allie Brooks for the entertainment report on Sports 1061.
5: Hey, this is Joe Theismann, and you're listening to the Sports King with Jamie
7: King.
2: With 19 NCAA Division I sports and 84 majors, Coastal Carolina University affords student-athletes the competition and learning they crave. From FBS football to ladies' volleyball, from championship baseball to ladies' lacrosse, from business to theater arts, Coastal Carolina University offers a depth of learning both on the field and in the classroom. Eager Ambition is a hallmark of students and faculty at Coastal Carolina University. Schedule a tour and learn more at coastal.edu.
0: Let's get back to the guy who said, where there's a will, there's a relative. You're listening to Sports King, right here on Sports 106.1.
3: And welcome back, closing minutes on the Sports King show. Special thanks to our guest in our one, Carson Ulrich, DA agent, star of the show on National Geographic Channel, Missing Dial. He did an excellent job there. Thanks to Tim Cosgrove, CMA Colonial Honda, who will be delivering a Vehicle to the Kings tomorrow because the Kings can't get down to Richmond and talk about white glove treatment, Ben. Can't beat that. If he could only deliver some coarse Light to you on the way to my house, it would be a win for everybody, correct? <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> Thank you to Allie Brooks. He just came, just left moments ago uh, delivering the entertainment report and always learn a lot from her and she makes me feel a lot younger with all of her information about stuff that I know nothing about but uh She's good great. to hear.
4: Like her energy. She sounds awesome. Yeah. Got a lot um, going for her. Absolutely. She's much better looking than either one of us, that's for sure. Uh, thanks Ben. you're welcome boy that went off the rails quickly
6: (laughs) bruce
3: arians uh just let you know says no antonio brown not gonna happen nada 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 don't want that guy here so uh that's going to be uh an interesting deal who are they going to get to help tom brady uh bruce arians has definitely got his hands full and needs to get some folks down there they've got mike evans Uh, but you need a little bit more and uh, it's going to be interesting
4: tend to sleep on chris godwin he's he had more catches than than Mike, I think, last year too. So both of those dudes, I think we're in the top fifteen um as far as receptions, I want to say last year. So I mean they've they've got some pieces to work with. I feel like there's a few other areas they could improve on aside from this receiving core. Running back being one. uh um, you saw sue re up. Uh what Shaq Lawson, I think also is gonna yep. is gonna be down there in Tampa. So the defense, I think it's it's got the potential to be decent. I really think the whole package, once it's all said and done, whenever you know, we get there um, and you start to see guys maybe in camp or starting to prepare later on in the summer, I hope, as we get closer to the season, I think they got a real chance to be some contenders or, or take that step up. We'll see.
3: Well, we want to let you know um, something interesting. Yesterday, University of Tennessee communications class had a special visitor this week. Uh, former NFL star volunteers, quarterback, Peyton Manning joined a remote class. Uh, it was kind of funny to see him sitting there uh, amongst all the other students and uh, trying to tell them that, uh, Hey, don't worry. Things will get back to normal soon. And Peyton Manning popped in. That was great. Uh, great thing to see yesterday. Um, LeBron James said he's not a fan of playing without NBA fans. He said he doesn't want to do it. So, uh, Sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do, but I know how he feels. It will be very weird uh, to see how that is going to unfold in terms of the NBA situation. We also let you know that uh, Steph Curry talked to Dr. Anthony Fauci yesterday in front of 50,000 people, and uh, that went really well. Very uh, informative, and a great job by Steph and a great job by Dr. Fauci. And now it's the time before we leave. We can't leave this week. We've done it all week. We're going to do it again. Ben, very little. Me, a lot joining Neil Diamond. Here we go. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I won't touch you. I won't touch you. Everybody now. Come on, Ralph. Put your hands up. Sweet Sweet Caroline. Caroline. Bum,
7: bum, bum. Good times never seem so good. So good. So good. So good. I've been inclined.
3: I've been inclined, my brother. To To believe they never never won. unbelievable. What a way
4: to end the week. What a way to end the week. It's been one heck of a week. Have a great weekend, folks. Folks,
3: it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Be kind to one another. Love one another. Call the people in your life and tell them you love them. Tell them they mean the world to you. And look out for our seniors. Look out for our veterans. Look out for people in need. A phone call sometimes means the world. And if you've got an extra roll of toilet paper or an extra bit of food or anything you can spare, please it means the world. Also, health care workers, uh, send them an email. Thank them. Do anything. When you see them, thank them. First responders, thank them. We love them all, and we're coming through this together. Remember, America, the greatest, greatest country on earth and the greatest people. And we thank you so much for tuning in for another edition of Sports King. And we hope you have a great weekend together. And uh, once again, we'll be back. For Ben Maitland, I'm the Sports King, Jamie King. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.